0: all right i bought us some time they're trying to hack back and block us but i set off the two-part alarm so we're good
1: excellent yeah they're trying to distract us with angelina jolie's boobies but little do they know i already have a copy of cyborg 2
0: ha <laughs> they oh but they are running the titty virus we got the angel
1: jolie d- do- titty virus yeah quick send an iron bra
0: that's it. That's it. And blocked. Ha! You idiots. <laughs> you thought you could down... Uh-oh. Wait. Hold on. What's this? They're doing the Wizard Master Virus. The Wizard Master Virus. Quick. Send a bitch. Ah. Bitch block. Here we go. It's the chair for you. Ah, <laughs> 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 Yes. They've got nothing on us. We're Mess
1: with the best. Yeah. Die like the rest. That's-
0: oh. Wait. Wait. What is this? Oh, they're trying the cutie honey block. Are you kidding me?
1: Oh, cutie honey, that could destroy the show. Quick, you, uh, do a uh, a real action movie line. Uh, uh,
0: oh, no, hey. Hasta, hasta la vista, vista. Baby.
1: Bam. We
0: did it! We did it!
1: We blocked them. <laughs> We're
0: in! Ah, you idiots! We've this
2: taken, taken still back our show. over!
0: <laughs> you can't stop us. We're all amazing.
1: right, everyone! <laughs> Smog Comet and whatever you're called are back!
0: <laughs> We're in. That's all that matters. That's, That's still all our that show.
1: matters. Outstanding. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to your favorite show. Give me back my... Action movies, slash hacking movies, slash movies, <laughs> whatever the
0: movies, movies, this movies is
1: with Gillette <laughs> as a security guard, part two, and here we go.
3: I just that's love how we went, see. how we went, Laura Croft and Angelina Jolie. Oh yeah, yeah.
4: Oh
5: and
3: yeah, I just, I yeah, definitely. That. Oh god. Nate was
4: one of the original subscribers of Mister Skin.
3: Yes, <laughs> that's it, man. That's it so speaking of uh angelina jolie i think we definitely cannot gloss over her character as acid burn in this movie also not quite my sexual awakening but also was like oh she caught my attention you know that type of thing because i remembered her from like cyborg 2 when she still had like the long hair so if nothing else it took me a second to go wait i do know her but she's got boy haircut basically is what we would have called well, it back in the day. He you looks know.
5: great in this movie and <laughs> what oh, drives is how misogynistic date is throughout the whole damn movie. I'm oh, like God. you should smile some more we go on a date you should wear you're going to wear a dress and he just keeps saying shit like that and I'm like Stop it! You don't deserve her. You, you're not good to her. I'd be so good to her. <laughs> That's I what was, it is. It's jealousy.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> I was so hoping Dade was going to lose that bet just so I could see him in a dress.
5: Yeah, I was like, <laughs> was, I, yeah, I, I, her style's I, did, great. Your style sucks, Dade. Get on Matthew Lillard's level.
1: I did feel that most of that was him giving her specifically a hard time about her nature. I kind of you know, probably that, yeah. most yeah. likely. Yeah. It
3: wasn't like that was his character fully it was he it was an antagonistic kind of thing between the two of them so what would get under a strong woman's skin is to treat her as you know you should wear a dress you should do this kind of thing and really kind of needle it into her you know that he's like i don't care that you think you're elite you know because that's their big thing
0: he's elite i'm elite is elite i'm elite i'm like is that nothing to me elite came from with the modern kids (laughs) <laughs>
1: was that
3: what well, i thought it was yeet i don't know
1: <laughs> but yeah she was in a lot of like you mentioned cyborg too and she was a in a movie called foxfire or something like that i yeah. don't remember what it was but she was in all this like great trashy genre stuff in the beginning yeah which she was like making her name and man oh man when she was in all that shit i was in love with her i do think that there is part, there's like a little bit of a correlation between her going into more mainstream stuff and me being far less interested, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you know, there's a little bit of correlation there, but yeah, she was in a lot of that stuff and her character's a blast. You know, her character is, is a lot of fun. I really love the, uh, I still love the sexual chemistry between her and Dade and that great, like, you know, joking about action movies and whether or not this is an action movie, that great trope of when like the two people that have sexual chemistry, they always fall on each other. Yes. oh yeah yeah, yes, yeah. Definitely. that's a trope for sure yeah you see it a lot in farscape with like Aaron soon is always falling you know yep. what i mean on john Crichton she's always falling yep. on top of him
3: but yeah and uh, fast especially fast. in the uh in the dumpster scene you know it's,
1: yeah
5: and it's like she's playing it up just as hard she as she does because she even like goes into our pants and moans ever so slightly and grabs yeah. a flashlight oh, I was like yeah. I see what you're doing to him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well that's why they have some fun with the dual
1: dream sequences yes it's that the definitely. movie can show you that like there is mutual interest here and they're both. Yeah. You know, becoming yeah. interested in each other. I think and, I think their relationship is great. Especially
5: yeah. at the end when he's like, I've been having these dreams. And you know, yeah. she finishes his sentence or whatever. It's like, you're on the same wavelength. Like you've hacked into each other's minds. And, it's
2: still, and let me
3: go, uh, go ahead. It's still totally shocking that whenever you see the red
1: leather. And then all of a sudden it's Dade
2: in yes, the yes. red leather <laughs> outfit. And, and you're like, oh,
1: no, stop it. <laughs> and, hey, listen, I, th- I think it tracks because she is definitely the type of lady that would be into him wearing the dress. Yes. There's oh, a 100%. lot of, uh, say
3: to Max, uh, whatever you want to call it, a little SM, if you yeah. will, played up in is, this.
5: I hope I they have a great time. I love that this movie, you know, gives her such a strong character because – a lesser movie would have just written her off like, ah, she's not that great at hacking cause she's a girl, you know? And like this movie doesn't do that. It's like, no, like right. she is like at that high school, like the top she's, person, she's you know, a, she's King shed down there. But yeah. she yeah, still, so still acts.
3: Yeah. She still acts like she has to like prove herself though, which yeah. I like. She gets that bounce. They were, they were saying in the uh, doc, like they didn't, that's what I hate. When I get these awesome things from shout factory, that the the main characters sometimes end up being a lot bigger popularity celebrities later, and they don't bother themselves to come on. I like I would love to hear Angelina Jolie reminiscing about hackers, but I have to get it secondhand where they were talking like she threw herself into this role. She came into her audition with her long hair, because that's how she was for a long time, glasses, books, and they went okay, I see what you're doing, but that's not the character you're going to be. And they explained mm-hmm. it to her. And she like was told, she's like, really? I, that's what I'm doing. The next time they saw her, her hair was chopped. She did that herself. She oh, cut cool. her hair. She nice. did all of that. And totally just like just as tight as she fit in some of them outfits, poured herself into that. character.
1: Nice. In <laughs> Le- Leo will tell you this because I talk about this all the time off mic uh, when we're doing our show. I can't stand actors that look down on the place where they started.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, like
1: like a lot of people, I have a lot of respect for Keanu Reeves because he doesn't do that. No, exactly. He's 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 like, willing to come back. Yeah.
5: He's willing to come back for a Building Ted movie. He didn't need to do that.
4: Did not need to do that. Compared to
5: a certain Tales from the Crypt movie that we did with a lead actress, you know. Yeah, act like yeah. she was even too good to be on that movie as it was being as made. she was in it
3: and didn't yeah. even have that big of a name but yeah I, but i always kind of keep in the back of my mind though that maybe maybe fingers crossed it was just a scheduling situation it's yeah. like okay i'm in i'm i'm in freaking berlin filming a movie i can't come mm-hmm. do an interview on you know hackers you know but it, but then you also see like oh, matthew lillard showed up you know he's yeah, not exactly well, that's a, a small a name
4: There's probably a price tag attached to Angelina Jolie to do any sort of see, and that's
3: that's been my thing. uh, Like, like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure they understand. Like, well, you're going to make money on this movie re-releasing it. Like, is is the price tag for them too much to make it feasible?
2: I hear that,
0: but oh, go ahead, Leo. No, I was going to say, going back, we were talking a little bit about conventions and whatnot. There's an interesting thing that happens there where they want to have, let's say, Angelina Jolie at their convention and whoever it is the producer the publicist the guy in charge will be like great you can have her for this much money but it's a package deal and you also have to have these four other kind of yes. half known or no-name celebrities with her or you can't do it right yeah you know I mean? you're trying to shove them in there too and it could have been something like that where it's like you can have this person if it includes this and that was just too much for them to they're like nah i i just have so little tolerance for that you know to
1: me if a movie, if if they took a chance on you and it helped build your career, yep, you owe them to do it for very little. Yeah. Get your ass out there and do it.
2: I'm well, sorry. I,
3: I mean, it barely even has to be. They could even, like, now they can do it over Zoom. Like, literally yeah. just come on. We can do this. Like, it takes. Actually, literally, your time. phone it in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 you know, and it's, and I'm sure there are plenty of celebrities that are higher known that will drop what they're doing and do it as long as their schedule goes but it was just one of those instances where i was like i would really love to hear her thoughts on doing that movie and it's i don't it also could have also rubbed a nerve because not everybody knows this but she married miller yeah right after this movie and they were married for four years
5: oh really and yep. divorce so this so, is right before what? billy
3: bob yeah, this was before Billy Bob.
1: My understanding, though, is they're still on good terms. That that, and that's oh, what I would that, hope. That they're still friends. yeah. But
3: you never know, like when that stuff happens, maybe that's a reason like they don't want to revisit or if they ha- even had a bad experience behind the scenes. But I didn't get that feel like I feel yeah. like they, the way they talked about this. Everyone was having a blast doing yeah. this movie.
1: But uh, you're, she is great. There's a lot of great like romantic tension. And I will I will plant my flag and die on this hill. I, I love the end of the movie and I don't care how corny it is. I I I adore it. It's great. No, like because
5: of when we all saw this, it's like, well, yeah. Like uh, teenage (laughs) you wants to like get the girl, you know, I'll be in that pool. Move
1: over.
3: (laughs) (laughs) They, they, They do the pool. He gets, he one ups her once again by doing the light trick with crash and burn. But I was also going that building would have had to have like a fully integrated, like, Uh, System to be controlling the lights. Like normally, I still remember back in the day, you flipped a switch. You know, it's like (laughs) he he
2: he
1: paid two hundred janitors. I was gonna say he the lights. He got in there and got that
3: right. But then uh, I also I love the they're in a pool on top of the roof, which was a whole thing from the beginning of the. movie. It was a callback to the beginning. It was totally a callback to it, and you know, music's great. I I love love the music. I the soundtrack to this movie. Jesus Christ, this 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 movie has no right to have this good of a soundtrack um and fun fact that i didn't even know they put so much work into the soundtrack because they were like it's kind of like the heartbeat of the movie no studio would pick up the soundtrack rights they didn't get a soundtrack to this movie till well after the movie came out so this they had a small following and all these people were like well this is a great soundtrack let's put it out there well the producers and directors are like well, that's fine, but that would have been helpful in our marketing, you know, get people like, like that soundtrack would have got people to go see this movie, Foster. you know, yeah, I, yeah I, well, but and it's I had don't... three releases. The soundtrack really?
1: has had three releases. Wow. Yeah. And I, I, uh, Leo and I were talking about this uh, a couple of days ago. If, if I remember correctly and Charlie, maybe, you know, this, hmm. I think the soundtrack was more popular than the movie.
3: Yes. well that was the whole thing like people that actually saw the movie sought for the soundtrack then the soundtrack started getting passed around you know like it did in the 90s and early 2000s and people were like well so they all probably thought it was just this the album name hackers it was all just music about computer not putting together it was a movie and that's where like the people that made the movie were kind of somewhat salty about it where it's like we court you know we this together we developed it like one of the, the director had a friend that you know composed music that this guy literally made music for the movie mm. to get these certain feels for them the whole scene where they're in those phone booths and it's spinning around which i still love that shot in this movie by it's the good way shot. it's yeah, one yeah, of my favorites is. um there's a whole like Baseline techno track going and he goes like yeah that was a one of my best friends he laid down this bass track line and we just built on that and now it's one of his favorite like songs in the movie and it was tailor made for it and no one picked up on it till way later but they also bring up a good point that this movie would not even be considered a cult classic and we've talked about this like popular movies are can't be called a cult classic it has to be rediscovered Mm -hmm. hackers essentially has been rediscovered 20 years after it came out. And that's why it has such an impact. Now it was another movie ahead of its time.
1: You know, even just posting a joke about this on Instagram of like, Oh, I want to cover this movie. Ha 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 ha. Uh, we actually got like a really kind of like big response. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. I'm, I'm curious. Um, to the, the proxy brothers, uh, paradox brothers, uh, Pete and Leo. Um, what is it like watching this movie now? Yeah,
4: it's a, it's a time capsule. Uh, not only with, you know, I, I was a young adult at this, at the time the film came out, uh, those styles, people wore that weird shit sometimes. (laughs) Now these were high school kids in New York city. And I was in Columbus, Ohio at the time. And, it was more flannels and backwards ball caps and yeah. uh, uh, Chuck Taylors and things like that. But it's, uh, as I was watching the movie, was, there's was a lot of nostalgia, you know, the three and a half inch floppies. I'm like, Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> um, the, the, uh, the rollerblades, I rollerblade all over the place uh, in college. It was, we lived uh, three quarters of a mile away from campus. And that was the, If you didn't want to take the bus, you rollerbladed in or or skateboarded in. Um, uh, Jolt cola for heaven's sake!
2: Oh my god!
4: Now, when I was in high school, that was the drink of choice, and if you drink enough of it, you could get pretty messed up. That was (laughs) a that
3: was a challenge. You could literally almost get high. Yeah, the caffeine intake. It's true. Because <laughs> as I sit here drinking my Gatorade Fast Twitch energy drink, <laughs> back then it wasn't as
0: easily got to get but like
2: that's a lot no of caffeine. surge. Okay, none no, of these, no, are
0: brother. Yeah. No
3: surge. They but... used to
0: drink that stuff like it was air. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs>
3: yeah, it was um, so cool. That's why this... your your name's Code Red, though. You know,
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's
0: what I have to deal with now.
4: Is there a is there a more nineties? term then i'll be beep you is there <laughs> is there anything from the 90s that is if you say i'll beep you oh you grew up in the 90s <laughs> yeah.
3: i had a beeper for like half a second i feel like and it was when i got my first job in columbus they yeah gave us beepers and it i it, it had to be in only for like a few months because then all of a sudden nextel was the next big thing and they gave all of us in the warehouse nextel phones mm-hmm. um, because it had the two-way radio function which was so much easier when you need to get a hold of someone. But yeah, that whole beeper lifestyle or mobile phones. Like my my younger cousin, um, he had a car phone. You know, it was attached wow. to his car. Hard, it was those was old school hardwired, yep. the big it looked like the military case, you know, the guy that had the backpack and the, <laughs> the general would grab it off the guy's back hey, give me an airstrike. It was a miniature yeah. box like that <laughs> screwed into his cavalier um and it was a car phone and i'm like who do you know that you need a freaking car phone is it just mom calling you all the time and that's it <laughs> yeah, give my cousin shit yeah it's a uh, the plastic chic jared over on the uh give me back my pro wrestling show but that that was the first time i ever really saw one like i could touch you know and i can i don't even know how much it would cost to make phone calls on that thing because you remember i never knew was, how yeah. any of that worked I remember when it was, like, free to call after nine or some shit, so imagine Uh, what the bill was mm -hmm. for a car phone.
0: I I laughed so much with this movie when they kept talking about touch-tone telephone, (laughs) which was the evolution of the rotary phone, and nobody knows now what either of those two things were. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's... For me, I grew up in the 90s in Seattle, so... Uh, you know, once Nirvana hit, that's all anyone talked about. So sure. I barely noticed this movie. Cause See,
3: I remember grunge more than I do this aesthetic. Yeah,
0: it was just the thing. there. It's the way it worked. And...
3: Well, grunge
5: was definitely way more popular than what cyberpunk ever. I mean, even now, like cyberpunk is a very like niche
0: thing. I'd say it. It. It is to even the punk scene to an extent. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It. Our version of the. Uh... Anime girls or whatever, I
2: guess the ewws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like (laughs) there's
0: there's a group that has it and they're fine, but you know, it's not that it's not accepted. It's just it's its own little thing. Well, it
3: comes in waves, I think. Like then we we just got that uh, cyberpunk. 77, whatever that yeah. video game is, yeah, Keanu game. did. And it was like, all of a sudden, there's all these people that are totally into cyberpunk. You know, it's yeah. like it it got brought to the surface and now it's just kind of slowly trickled back down. It's like ebbs and waves, you know, with right, the trends. Right.
0: I don't know. Uh, between that and I guess for me with I, I Tron, you know, was always a thing for me. I always go yeah. back to that. I war games with the Whopper. Uh, yes. I, I I had my movies that were very based in tech and tech takeover and things like that. But just wasn't this one, so I didn't get the opportunity then to experience it. As we talked about earlier, looking at it now, it's it's a fun movie. I I I'm torn because I see how I could have enjoyed it so much if it was at the right time era and I was the right target demographic for it. Right, and I don't enjoy it that much. You know, I I want to. There's a part of me that really wants to glom onto it, and I'm just not able to because I'm too far removed. That's fair. And that's fair. That's fascinating to me because, as I've told Steven so many times, is looking at these shows through the lens of this podcast and this this new perspective, even stuff I've seen a thousand times, taking it through that filter, has given me a whole new experience for the movies I watch, and it makes a no a whole new appreciation for it. Right.
1: Well, and that is interesting, is it? Because so, sometimes, you know, we are when we're on a show, and one of us has nostalgia for something that the other one doesn't have. It's very much this idea that that like you're seeing it through somebody else's lens, mm-hmm. and so that happened when we did. Uh, I think it was Night of the Demons, because uh, so- Night of the Demons, I, I had really very little experience with, but Leo grew up with it. Yep. You know, and so, and it was actually kind of funny because we covered that and Maniac Cop at the same time, which I have, like, so much nostalgia for Maniac Cop. I love that movie. Oh,
4: it's so good. Oh, and yeah.
1: so, and so it was kind of neat. To, but I don't think Leo has quite the same love for that movie that I do. So mm-hmm. it was kind of neat to have those two things back to back. And, yeah. and well, yeah, but and there is something about trying to see a movie through somebody else's eyes.
5: Yeah. And it yeah. is interesting, too, because, like, for me personally like with the podcast like there's some movies you know I like, I haven't seen everything I know that mm. and it's like stuff that now I'm like well I haven't seen that I would like to but we might cover it so I maybe I <laughs> want to hold off that way I can see you want the, that you know raw, the raw yeah. you
3: know uh, experience of well it's like we just did Stone Cold Nate had never watched Stone Cold and it's actually one of the few movies he watched twice before the podcast mm. yeah. you know with, within a certain wow. amount of time you know, so, but it's one I grew up with. It's one, it's a movie I knew quite well. And I don't, there's like been some horror movies that have been brought up on here that I don't have the same connection to like say Nate or Pete does, but I can see why they have a connection to it. But the closest we've ever gotten was when I brought like brain scan to these guys and neither had seen the movie. And then getting this, like they, just like what we're going now with Pete and Leo, we see that snapshot of a time period, we understand why this latched onto you. It's just really hard to get that same kind of feel that latch to it, that me and Steven have for this movie. And I like how Nate's kind of like the in-between. He's like, he has a history with this movie yeah. yet when he watched it, the movie, it's probably been out 10 years by the time Nate yeah. got around to watching it, you know? So it was just, even he's looking back at something that Steven and I experienced right yeah. when it was at its core like at its peak um which is kind of wild one thing i want to talk about this movie though before we get into our normal stuff here is i absolutely love and we've talked, we've mentioned tron a couple times already is their mix of in a movie that you hear as hackers you would expect this super cheesy bad 90s graphics like we had in Ch- children of the corn part two <laughs> you know where we had the a lawnmower man. man sequence
2: <laughs> amazing Work of that, art. deserves exactly, an oscar yeah, totally
3: but when when watching this movie going this movie feels different than that watching the behind the scenes they actually mixed practical set building with the computer generated there's a scene right when the movie starts that they're flying to new york and they're doing that overhead shot of new york yeah. And it transitions into a computer board, you know, a a computer chip board. Mm -hmm. They created this board to look like the exact same overlay of New York. Oh, that's fun. Computer chips aren't stacked like they are in there, but it's made to emulate the skyscrapers, the little traces that show like electricity going across were cars Mm -hmm. that were going across. Go ahead, Steve.
1: I was going to say, I got excited because they did that at the end too. And I had never noticed it before. Yes. Never. Uh, When it pulls back on the, on the, uh, on the pool, on the pool, (laughs) on the roof, it turns into this microchip with all the cars becoming these sort of like energy beams shooting back and forth. I thought that was very cool.
3: And the part where they're all in the, you know, like when they're all hacking and you have the towers that have all of the like streams of data, those were actual towers Physical yeah. glass cool. towers because that's the set that Fisher Stevens and Penn Gillette are in. Like they're in the, that was their server room instead of all the server blades that we know now that was these glass towers. And what they did was they filmed uh, just plain glass and they animated all of the text on top of it. So it's a mix of CG animation and practical effect that Whoa. just, and it works like even like i'm watching this on the blu-ray god i don't i know the Tubi usually is a pretty good rip and a matter of fact i think the Tubi is a direct rip of uh the shout factory one it's pretty good but when you watch this on a straight up blu-ray player on you know a true clean cut this movie's gorgeous like this movie is one of those that it doesn't feel polished but it's like this movie was made to be upgraded to you know blu-ray Status. Yeah,
4: those those effects, uh, as far as the representation of the server room and cyberspace, yeah. while bu- complete bullshit was very cool as, yeah. as far as the visual
2: effect. I the worm, it I enjoyed them. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, like e- even with mod- like the Matrix or whatever, mm-hmm. I still think this did a much better visual. Uh, it was it was very striking. I'd never yes, seen we yes. really mm-hmm. take the inside of a computer world, if you will, and do this vision of it. I so we'll also
1: love every time they go to hack. It does a. I, I think what they use is a miniature, and a camera goes through what looks like a microchip into yes. an Ethernet cable, yep. and right. then we, and it it looked cool. Like it looked yeah. cool. I'm yeah. I'm reading no, what's it, happening. It yeah. it's. It, I mean that that whole thought
3: process is carried on into other movies like. I still remember like in the first Fast and the Furious where we follow the NOS into the engine of the car, you know, that, that's that whole, like, we're going to, we're transporting you into what's happening that's works in the computer thing. And I mean, this is also around the time, like I'm reminded of movies like virtuosity, which was like supposed to be like this next level, like virtual reality kind of thing. Even that one's effects are way overshadowed by hackers effects. Like they really put a lot of thought and some really great cinematography ideas into keeping it updated. And somehow, I don't know, it was just like this, the, the, you know, the golden ticket or whatever that it worked and it still holds up today. And it's, it's just one of those rare things. Cause I can watch a movie I love from being a kid and going, damn man, these these effects are killing it for me, man. I remember as a kid that this was the best thing since sliced bread. And now I'm like, oh God, I can't watch this. And, but I watch this movie going, this still holds up. Yeah. I and mean, it's a this...
0: great example of how practical and CGI can work together. Mm. And like,
3: should still be done. Damn it. It yeah. can be.
0: And there are, there are not as many now movies that still do a great job of yeah. blending the two. Right. It's I good. wish more would. Because... Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah.
4: all the Star Wars stuff does it beautifully. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, the way they're doing, like, like I know we've talked about this. There, I'm getting a little bit of burnout with all that new stuff. But sure. the way they film the television shows now, which it's almost like it's all studio, but it's on a green screen and they build yeah. partial uh, sets. <laughs> There's still, like, puppetry. There's still special effects. And then they mix in the CG I love that. Oh, I, it looks, it looks great.
5: amazing. It adds it like uh, a way to make that world really come to life. And like, right. it big and it's even like, t- yeah, it's tangible it it to the actors bigger. too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like they can actually react to something now. Right. As, and like the greatest thing of like Mandalorian, like we actually have clone trooper armor now because right. yeah. those movies, it was all CG for the clone troopers. So to actually physically see that armor, I'm just like, ah, this is what I've been wanting for so damn long. I it's, always
3: am reminded of the interview I watched of, um, the guy that played Gandalf in Lord of the Rings, Ian, uh, oh, Ian, yes. Ma- Ian McKellen, Ian um, where he talks about that. Cause they were asking like, Oh, what was it like to film? And he goes, it was the loneliest thing I've Aww. ever done in my life because everything with him, with the hobbits, because he, you know, the hobbits are supposed to be small. He's shot on a green screen. And to be, to show, you know, the perspective of him being bigger. And he's like, I was, it was always just on green, uh, green sets, green screens. There's a
5: heartbreaking picture of him, like inside of uh, Bilbo's, like.
3: Bilbo's hut, the, the house. Yeah. And
5: it's like, it's just tennis balls and it's just him with his head down. In that's, between a take. that's the, the image like, oh. I
3: always remember uh, uh and the the, the the tone in his voice. Now he does have a lot more where he gets to deal with those the like the first three Christopher movies
5: are heavy and practical in
0: CG, and then the Hobbit trilogy is all CG. almost
3: all CG. Yeah. 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 They lost some, some of the, the charm
0: for him to, as well to come from one to the other where he in the first trilogy got to have Some interaction, and then move into this completely void room. Yeah, yeah,
3: it's it's kind of what. So I'm I always kind of go back to that, but I I I wanted to make sure, if nothing else, I wanted to highlight the fact that while some of our movies from the '80s and '90s are built on a lot of cheese and a lot of you know cheesy effects, cheese is good. But this movie (laughs) pulls it off though, to where while this movie's cheesy in certain things the effects are not cheesy whatsoever. You know, that's no. one of the things that elevates this movie over. So but I wouldn't even say
5: it time. was cheesy back then. Like it's no, I, I, think I it's, always have a hard time sometimes where it's, it's just a like, product of its time is it of us cheesy, now, or is it, you know, yeah, it's the product of the time. I always yeah. get
0: reminded of the Christopher Reeve Superman movie. Mm-hmm. The advertisements for that film came out with the taglines like this summer, you will believe a man can fly. I believe a man mm-hmm. because can fly. this was the one of the first movies to really adapt that green screen tech in the background so they could really make it look like he was actually out there flying. Yes. And for the time, nobody had done anything like it before. Nobody had ever, that was their hook. That was their big thing. This is a breakthrough in filming technology. You look at it now. I believe it still holds up. Honestly, I do. 100%. But compared to how far we've advanced and how much that green screen tech has advanced with us, you can see the differences. You can see, okay, maybe it's a little lackluster now. Maybe it doesn't hold up to right. today's standards. But we don't to something Stephen says all the time. We don't compare it to now. We but compare it to then. Yeah, yeah. No, back to then, the it moment was the pinnacle. And yeah, movie... I can't
3: compare that to Henry cavill's Superman now. Right,
2: that's not exactly fair. exactly
0: yeah. right. And so, for hackers, for that movie, for that time era, if you compare that to Matrix, is is it noticeably different and, and possibly cheesy or whatever? Sure, but if you compare it to other things of the time, it was the best there was. It was up
2: there. Yeah, yeah. especially not...
0: when it comes to mid nineties. I mean, we had so many like
5: hacker esque movies, right. you know. Well, and at what point are you style
1: over substance? And I think style over substance is fine. Like, I like John Wick movies, and I think they're style over substance. Oh. You know, like, and there's nothing wrong with that. But, um, but like, this movie is style. This movie oh, yeah. is style. Oh, yeah, definitely. You this know? movie
5: is going for cool. Like, that's exactly what it's doing. It, is,
1: it is like what they say about The Princess Bride. Like, all of the boring parts are cut out. You know what I mean? You see a little bit of typing. You see, like, you know, Dade Murphy's fingers waving in the air as the camera. I love that shot.
3: The... That's yes. the yes. shot of finger-moving typing. I wanted to, I kept forgetting to talk about that. Yeah, it's sorry. like he's over a piece of plexiglass, and the camera's underneath it, and he's, like, <laughs> air typing. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't know why that jumped out at me last night, where I'm like, they really shot this dude just over a camera, flicking his fingers,
1: you know, Look, the movie's trying. Like, yes, as an adult, you know, as somebody in his 40s watching this movie, I can look at it and go, okay, like this is this is not a this is a perfectly entertaining film. It's not a perfect film.
4: I agree. Yeah. yeah yes. You know,
1: but I can look at that, but I can you can have a sense of humor and you can notice that the film is really trying. It's really yeah. trying to be creative. It's really trying to do it differently. And as far as like people always complain about the camera moving through those Big blue towers. So let me tell you something. As somebody who's not a tech guy, every time you four all went talking about computers, my mind was soaring through those blue <laughs> towers. Whoa! This is what it's like when we podcast with Leo. No? Like what? I'm actually that's, in the like the wires. That's just my tech safe space. It's just oh, me okay. soaring. You're through not those
3: wires. you're not alone on that, man. This was literally the only like thing I could connect to with computers. Like. I'm not a tech guy, but because I grew up with this movie, I kind of thought that's what the insides of computers. And if you like put it in a 3d scape, that that's what it looked like. Apparently, according yeah. to Pete and Leo, it's ones and zeros everywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah,
1: whatever. I think they don't know what they're talking like, about.
3: That sounds more like bullshit. If i yeah. Be- <laughs> yeah,
1: hackers is real to me, and okay. that's what matters. Okay. That's I always
3: I always picture. If you guys ever watched uh, RoboCop two, you remember yep. when the Kane robot flips its screen out and it's ones and zeros when Kane. <laughs> Face comes out of the uh numbers <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's you know lawnmower man right there that's what i thought like they uh-huh. they made pictures with ones and zeros yeah i
0: have to say the the way like the matrix did it is closer to the reality of it even still being sci-fi and crazy it's yeah it's closer than hackers got it comes yeah, down for- in
1: rain that's, that's yeah. what i always remember <laughs> right, about right, the right. matrix yeah for me, I'm I'm Jeff Bridges in The Big Lebowski. I'm on a carpet and I'm just flying through wide-eyed blue, blue towers. Yeah, right with my eyes wide open. Wow, Whoa. technology is amazing. And a whole yes. new
5: world is being played in the background.
2: <laughs> He's flying
5: under. He's flying under
3: resistors, around capacitors, all this stuff. I took
5: electronics. In Whereas Ultron. School. When he logged into the internet, he decided all of humanity needs to be destroyed. Exactly. he was just like, this is so cool.
1: I've got Angelina Jolie next to me, yeah, and she's, I can show
3: you the world. (laughs) Yes. I can't help but picture was a pick of destiny when Jack Black's riding the Sasquatch. Yeah. That's
4: right. right. So I wanted to point something out Uh, that uh, Leo, uh, I'm sorry, proxy paradox. (laughs) me. We're so bad at this. We
1: have so busted. This entire episode. The FBI is coming for us. Yeah, yeah.
4: (laughs) We had a plan for a shtick, and we're totally (laughs) it up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but Leo brought up, I I thought, I I, I misread where you were going with your Superman reference, uh, Proxy Paradox. Uh, Superman 3. Uh, so the folks in hackers were doing <laughs> they were stealing money by taking oh, a, yeah. a certain percentage of every transaction you go to the gas station it says two dollars ninety nine cents point zero zero nine nine so yeah these hackers what what the uh, uh, what the plague was doing is they were taking those small micro transactions and dumping them into an account elsewhere which is exactly what. Which is exactly what Richard Pryor did in Superman 3.
0: I have this note.
4: Okay, yeah. I I thought that's where you were headed. (laughs) like, wow. Because as soon as, as, again, first time I've seen this movie, and when they described what they were doing, I'm like, well, Richard Pryor already did that in Superman 3, and that was a couple of years ago.
0: I'm waiting for him Uh, to show up and set his hair on fire and run through the cell. Right,
4: right. (laughs) Uh, uh, Wasn't that also the premise of Office Space? I was was going to say.
0: You're also talking about, yeah,
3: ready, but, talking about one of my favorite non-like-anything yeah. movies. I have no idea why I love Office Space because I've never worked in an office. Uh-huh. But it's one of my favorite movies and they reference... Isn't this just like Superman 3 where we yeah, just yeah. take little bits... Little uh, little bits uh, Michael yeah. Bolton, the guy was trying to
2: explain... <laughs>
3: <Right>. <laughs> Screw that guy, I had that name first. He should change <laughs> his name. <laughs>
4: I just wanted uh, to bring that. I thought that's where I you headed. Uh it,
0: it was something upcoming. Absolutely. Oh, that's awesome.
5: Uh, I love it.
3: <laughs> I love it. Well, speaking of that, does anyone have any other notes that they want to make sure they get out before we start our, our ending stuff? Uh, Nate holds us. Everyone's holding up their hands, oh. damn it. There's a lot going on. <laughs> well, all right. Well, okay. Okay. Well, that's so, classic. So, to classic. remind everyone, so let's, uh, Smog Comet, please, what well, is your final thought?
1: Well, I think also just something that this movie really captures really well, too, is like I said, like youth versus adults, you know, it captures this sense that like when you're young and in your 20s or I mean, wait, I say 20s. It's because these people are supposed to be 17 and 18, Yeah, but they're all like 25. They're they're all in their 20s. (laughs) They're all in their 20s. But um, it really captures that us versus them mentality that I really, really enjoy and all these all these characters, serial killer and Lord Nikon and, you know, acid burn, all of them, there's a lot of self-importance around them. And I think that that actually is a strength of the movie because when you're young, everything that you do feels like it matters so much. And it's yep. so important. And they have these manifestos and they have these very strong politics and, you know, unlike the plague who is, you know, he's a Ronin, Like I said, you know, he's mm-hmm. uh he's out there for no one. They have this just cause that they're fighting for. And like all people in their twenties, it's a little vague and I'm not sure it totally makes sense. It's it's (laughs) definitely
3: like anti-establishment, which is what they're going for.
1: You know, you can see it in the movie that there's an anti-establishment thing that there's, you know, the, the, the FBI is the stooges that the stiffs, whereas they have this like very, you know, diverse cast of hackers that are all these different people. And you can have like, like, I I think the razor and blade are very entertaining in this movie I like because they have characters. like, they have a, like a club and they have, you know, all this security. And I'm like, these guys are like 23 years old. Where'd you get all the money they're, for that shit? <laughs> yeah. They're probably still on their parents' insurance. Like, <laughs> right? you know, <laughs> You know, um, oh, God. but, but it's, but they're very entertaining and, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. There's just a, there's that world where you can have this very, um, where all these people, everything that they're doing feels so important to them, to me, like spoke so deeply to how I felt in my twenties.
3: And I like that. I like, and I like the <laughs> way you put it as the kids are feeling like they can basically, you know, solve the planet's problems with this. But yet the other reason why it's, it's the antithesis of uh, the plague, the plague was that, but now he's figured out that I can use this power for money for personal gain. Mm. Yeah. You know, so it's very, you know, I guess with the, the, the samurai aspect, he's on his right. own, but it's very greed focused yep. when everyone oh, else sure. is trying to yeah. give it free information. But I want this other guy's like, I want money that's what i want to get out of this so all right code red you <laughs> held your hand up so Isn't what do you that got like there? mountain
4: dew or something yeah it's Mountain <laughs> Dew. <laughs> D- yes
5: i drink a lot of it's code red and eat a lot of snickers ew, stop that <laughs> no it's <laughs> just no oh.
1: don't make me no. You. That's, no that's a hacker lifestyle research. i'm an adult
4: i could do what i want i
1: know no
3: the wonder you paint the bathroom every day jesus
4: <laughs> ew <laughs> Oh, you mean actually? Okay, that's right.
1: what I was Never. thinking. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say we don't know that it's literal. He literally goes in there, puts the rollers <laughs> on, I think, and I think, I think, starts I
0: painting. <laughs> People have that tower of toilet paper next to the bowl. He's just got a can of paint. He's... Yeah, <laughs>
5: I believe it. All right, code red. All right, my only last thing was um, the arcade in this movie is what I've always wanted arcades Uh, to be. Oh God, it was wonderful. And what we get is Dave and Buster's, which is just Applebee's with an air hockey table. (laughs) And I feel completely cheated because like having like seven monitors forming one screen to play whatever that video game is like, that's what I've always wanted in life. You know, it reminds me of the hideout of the Foot
1: Clan in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You guys are
3: taking my thing. I had a final thought. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hack the planet!
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Screw it. Cyber is going next. I was going to say, if I have one bitch about this movie is where the hell were all these awesome teenage hangout hideouts? We Bad had the corn, Foot Clan. We, it wasn't we, part of ours. <laughs> we... We had the hangout from Robocop 2 where all of the yep. unruly kids and gangs got to hang out. We got the big cool hangout in Hackers. And there's like two of them. One's a dance club, the other's just like this place where they can just, there's payphones next to where you sit so you can make free long distance <laughs> phone calls all day. Yeah. 27 screens so I can play this rolling ball thing. Like, where was that when I was a kid? Like, okay, I never got these cool freaking hangouts. That I kept being shown on movies that this is like this is what every kid does. Bullshit! I never got to do that. I'm 43. I've never got to do that. (laughs) Yeah, they invited
1: to parties in high school. Okay, so neither did I. Yeah, they all had cool computers and they were getting laid. I had drama club.
5: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What what was all this? This is I played Halo.
3: This is how I know it was all built in fantasy because it it didn't work (laughs) for me. All right. Brass Paradox, you got any final thought?
4: Yeah. So Dade got on my rough side immediately, not only for the assholery of uh, doing the outer limits on TV instead of just going up to the blockbuster. And uh, of all the things you could be doing on your day of. I'm, I'm allowed to do this. This has uh, come from the guy song. that was
5: always chasing women. So he's right, like, oh, right. 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 Awesome. But, he was, yeah. but he was. He watched The Outer Limits. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> but he was also wearing sunglasses at night inside his room yes! in front of I... his computer. <laughs> You're a goddamn douchebag. I mean. <laughs> He, he made me so like that opening scene that he's there just tippy, tappy, tippy, Those tappy.
5: old monitors he would not be able to see shit
4: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly yeah he had a monochrome oh it was terrible Yeah the brightness
3: yeah. turned
0: way the hell up so But angry. guess
3: what that just means the matrix ripped off Dade
0: damn it because <laughs> right.
3: everybody wore sunglasses in the matrix cuz they were like hey remember that the the <laughs> right. old right. ways of Dade zero but cool wore sunglasses now, See that's
0: Only the worst part in the matrix they didn't do it when they're on the ship typing that's the point yeah exactly
2: <laughs> well, and like
5: that's the worst part of the matrix reloaded is when they're all like hanging out in their cyberpunk golf gear having a meeting about the chosen one and uh-huh. the opening of that movie you just go yeah this doesn't work <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe we should have only had one movie because this right. looks really uh-huh. bad when you got 30 some people all in trench coats and sunglasses Right. So I,
4: just so, I so I did mention the trifecta of the '90s: the three and a half inch floppy, Joe Cola, and the beepers. But I forgot to mention crowdsurfing. <laughs> we got yeah. a yep. unintentional crowd surfing, and I've been to a lot of concerts in my life, and not once have I ever seen anyone actually crowd surf.
3: You're going to the wrong concert. Clearly, yeah, it's <laughs> very true.
4: So, I that's just something I've never experienced. Come, come to a, a concert with me and Nate now, is there, because yeah. of my back is and there my anything knees. Anything more '90s than crowd surfing outside of beepers and?
3: I, I'm sorry, come to a concert with me and Nate. We can show you that crowd surfing is still alive and well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> If you
5: want to get to a place, you just crowd
0: surf. Right? Yeah, oh, that's the only that way one? you're getting yeah. through the crowds. That's how I'm totally going to get to work it. today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Take all me right. to the bathroom. I need to paint it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not touching
1: him. All right,
3: get Proc- me there quickly. <laughs> proxy paradise or para- proxy paradox. paradise <laughs> I like that. Proxy paradox. What is your final thought?
0: I went to the trouble of bullet pointing a few things that I hadn't brought up, but I feel it's important to bring up from my particular point of view of seeing this as an adult tech nerd. Uh, First of all, double fisting smokes to prove that you're tough doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Joey! Leave Joey alone!
2: (laughs) Joey!
0: there's a scene where they're trying to get on the phone and the operator says, deposit $5 for the first minute. Who the hell are you calling? No shit. Are you trying to get to Hawaii? What the hell's going on here? Hello, China? Sure. Even for the 80s, that was crazy. 90s, pardon me. Uh, somebody said, look at that pooper, man. That is not a pickup line.
4: <laughs> no, I, I've, I've
0: tried it. It doesn't work. I couldn't tell if they were excited by it or grossed out by it. Like, am I the only one that was like, I
3: "I don't understand.
1: Because they didn't show me the pooper. I would like to also have my opinion on the pooper. His his next line, and it's sad that I remember all these lines, is spandex is a privilege, not a right. Not a right. Uh,
0: I also, given our, our bathroom painting conversation, want to give that advice over to Nate real quick because...
5: Oh, please do. Uh,
0: Or at least you can have the nickname Pooper Man, whatever you like.
5: Either either one. Um,
0: You're never, I I don't care what you're doing, going to hack as much information download as you want from that main Whopper computer onto that floppy drive. It It does not have enough data (laughs) storage on it. It, Did those things have like three megabytes? What was it? If you were lucky, you had maybe (laughs) 10 or 20. That was like the height of them. Like if you can't, there's just not enough in there for everything that they were downloading. It's not going to happen. That, Sorry.
4: That And if you interrupt a download, all that it's information gone. is going to get truncated and there's no saving it. There's...
0: You, you'd literally have to put a new disc in and start over. It's just yeah. not going to happen. The final thought is I don't care how many glad bags you use, you're never going to bring that Walkman into the shower successfully. Yes. <laughs> I was personally offended that they even showed that. This this is such this shows the
1: difference between our shows because this is such a spoils of horror idiosyncratic thing uh-huh. which I love for, it. again for your audience who hasn't seen this movie since they were 12 um, is that Joey the the dork hacker is wearing uh, wearing wearing headphones in the orange, shower old style
4: orange like, sony wire yeah
1: yeah, 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 with with like bags around it. He's got every glad handy Sandwich bag yeah. wrapped
0: around this stuff. That's not, gonna not <laughs> going to work. It's not going to work. Not for that tech. It doesn't and, happen.
1: And you know what's funny? I saw that and I laughed and I thought to myself, I'm not going to bring it up because that's not. It's not our show. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine.
4: I, I missed that on my first watch, but I but I watched it yesterday. I,
1: I couldn't believe what I was seeing
4: yesterday.
2: <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well. well
4: that was awesome
3: guys. I'm loving this. So, I think it's time. And I know a lot of people are probably questioning, "Charlie, why would you even be doing this next your your bits? It doesn't fit. You've been hacked." Oh no. Charlie has a plan. So, I think it's time to do the things.
4: Yeah. Leave anything for us. Just bodies. Body count. Body count. Body count. Body count.
3: Yes. Yes. In fact, Charlie has somehow figured out how to get a body count out of this movies that this movie was so and we've talked about this so like smartly written that instead of them killing tons of people to cause this ecological disaster, all of the ships are computer controlled. There's not any crew and they make a point to say that like they do capsize one of the ships in the beginning of the thing when they talk about the the virus the Da Vinci virus that was an actor they hired to be that guy you know that right yeah. that was literally a dude that he is credited as the Da Vinci virus um but there <laughs> there is there is a death in this movie there was Richard Gill died in this movie
0: uh yes oh yes yeah yeah he's <laughs> like yeah that guy on, on paper I suppose or yeah they killed him yeah, yeah.
3: And as far as it happens on a computer, it happens in real life. Oh. So it's there forever. Richard, it's concrete. Richard, Richard Gill, when he calls the payroll department, you're deceased. So yeah. we I'm, have, we I, have one death, and it's Richard Gill's cyber identity. So well that's done. we could call it an asterisk, call it what you want, but I call it a loophole. Uh, so... <laughs> On to the next one, and we we did discuss this ahead of time, and instead of Kill of the Week, we are going to go with Hack of the Week.
2: Have you ever killed anyone?
3: Yeah, but they were all bad. So, we're going to pick our favorite hacks of the movie, and we will start, let's start with Brass Paradox. Brass okay. Paradox, what is your favorite hack? Of My the
4: hack of the week, week is a virus called the bait-and-switch virus. Where I was led under false pretenses to think that I was gonna see Angelina Jolie's boobies, and I barely <laughs> got to see a nip slip.
5: Yeah. To be fair,
4: bullshit. You gotta bring your telescope. Line,
5: this is my <laughs> fault. All right, bullshit. Because in our group text, I had texted uh, uh, out into the ether of we get to see Angelina Jolie's boobies in this movie, right? That was my exact wording. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I, I said, I said, I said, yes. I said yes. yes. Yeah. And then Pete went, hooray. <laughs> That's right. And then I watched the movie and went, Oh yeah, it was more of a nip slip than a full on movie. False <laughs> pretenses. My bad, Pete. Pete, Pete, Bullshit. Pete. In
1: in defense, when you saw this movie when you were like 16, oh, that, was that, was, yeah. that was a big deal. It <laughs> that was <laughs> all right. That's all yeah. it took.
3: That's yeah. all it took. So all right, fair enough. I'll we'll t- we'll accept that as your hack of the week. Uh, Proxy Paradox. We'll keep the Paradox brothers together. Proxy Paradox. <laughs> what is your favorite hack of hackers?
0: I had a lot to choose from. And I think my favorite is probably the best of the bunch, in my opinion, which was the 113 moving violations hack. Uh,
1: yes. <laughs> That's going to fuck with a person. And, uh... <laughs>
0: three
2: for three. <laughs> round it out.
3: <laughs> oh, I love it. That's a good one. uh Okay, code red. What's Don't yours? Get mine. He's <laughs> done forgot his. Oh, for heaven's sakes, Jesus! Oh, Nate Dunn got deleted.
5: They got me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nate
3: Dunn cleared his cash
5: Yeah, blast my cash Mine's not so much of a hack, I guess you could say, but it was a really clever use of Matthew Lillard hiding underneath a desk and connecting, I'm guessing some sort of (laughs) ethernet port telephone line to be, you know, traceable But it was the fact that, you know, when he popped up and, you know, was right there in between that woman's thighs, just like, Nope, that was not it. Like, I'll just keep on moving. Like, and as he walked away with his ass hanging out completely, (laughs) (laughs) that's my style of hacking. (laughs) I'm down. I'm Hacking down. or
3: cracking, yeah. one of the two. <laughs> hack, hack the crack, man. Hack the crack. Uh, I'm gonna go next gonna because you. technically I am not the host of. You're not this, the host. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's true. Uh, I, I will allow you to go next. I, <laughs> thank, you, thank you, thank you. So cyber acts. Um, I'm I'm taking the low hanging fruit and the one that's always been just makes me laugh every time I see it and and found out it's a legit virus was the cookie monster virus. Yeah. Yep. And yep. yeah, And I was, as a kid, hell, I grew up with Sesame Street. I always thought it was made up for the thing, but in doing research that it was a real virus. And I found out how you uh, could, A, to slow the virus down, you did type cookie, which is what they say. Type cookie, you idiot. Um, but then in further reading, if you typed in Oreo, it would slow it down even further. It would take longer <laughs> to do its thing. And I'm like, that's some petty sh- hacker shit right there, <laughs> and I love it so That's much. Just waving your nerd
5: dick around, just exactly like you're so <laughs> high and mighty.
3: Let your hacker flag fly. Um, but I, I will forever. I love the Cookie Monster hack in this. So, uh, so our our new evil overlord, uh, Smog Comet. One of two. Yes. What yes. is your
0: hack of the week?
1: Uh. First of all, Leo, you're more like you're more like the bodyguard. You're more like, you know.
0: Oh, okay. The one <laughs> that actually got the hack to work. Yeah, okay, good. Oh, he's yeah. No, he's so, pinned. Yeah, yeah. You're,
1: he's pinned <laughs> Gillette. Yeah. So uh so I, I have I'm gonna use two. One's not really a hack, but it's sort of. So number one, I always laugh when they're throwing all the different viruses at the Gibson computer and they do the one that is the the rabbit one. And they explain it really well. They're like, oh, it does this, it does that, does the other thing. And I'm certain that that's real. I'm certain that that, you know, probably is a real virus or whatnot but I love the fact that they have to visualize it with like multiple rabbits. Yes. And I'm like, and I'm not sure that that's real. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure that you actually have to like have all of these different rabbits popping up and sort of like multiplying across the screen. Well, that's
5: what rabbits do. So it makes sense. It's where it gets its name.
1: So, but I appreciate the visual, but I, I, I think the reason I have two is because while I find that one funny, you know, I have to admit because the movie works for me, it lands all the different points. It hits all the different notes is that as the hackers are all losing against the Gibson, as they're getting annihilated, when the coup de gras happens and razor and blade call in and they're ready to go and they do the whole hack, the planet, and all the different hackers yeah. are throwing their viruses in. I just like, I get that sweeping moment for like, You know, when all the superheroes show up at the end of Endgame, Endgame. (laughs) you know, like I do. And I know it's I know it's uh, I know it's silly and I know it's goofy, but I really enjoy it. You know, when they call in and everybody's hacking their viruses, I just think it's a lot of fun. There's that one hacker
5: that comes insane on your left? You know. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Exactly. All the portals (laughs) open up. They all come out. It's great. (laughs) They're all moving their fingers in different directions. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Which what it really is is there is that they're these really cool versions of like basically the guy from Make Love Not Warcraft in South Park. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) He's
3: got the wrist braces
1: on. Yeah. Sorry. I love the wrist brace. That's like my favorite. (laughs) My favorite little detail in that. Yes. But. But uh, but but they're all like uber cool and they're all from, you know, different uh, nationalities and different kinds of couples and different places. And I just love that. I think it's great.
3: Well, it's it's so funny because it's supposed to be this thing where they're showing it's worldwide. It's like five yeah. extra people. And as, <laughs> right, right. as as we were talking about, Pete is getting ready to record an episode with someone from Australia. And it's like. How many of these people were, like, up, like, awake at the yeah. time to do oh, this? hack? Whole? Like, they were like, man, right. how much longer are we going? Yeah, I'd be in the bathroom in making York paint because, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah, two of them were razor and blade.
3: <laughs> yeah. They were not, They were across the corner. Why were they right. not in the subway also with them when they right. were hacking the thing? But, you know, they're, they're important. They got a TV network to work TV worry about.
1: It's also way cooler if they come in at the last
0: second. Yeah, <laughs> are, me, are we wait. fashionably I have, late? Yeah. I have one more. <laughs>
2: Okay. because
0: as the uber hacker I'm going to do a little bait and switch I'm gonna do a little misdirect and actually give you the penjolette hack because the fact that he was even in the movie like any good magician being who he was <laughs> and being exactly who he was at that point in history yes
3: <laughs> they they uh they actually had an interview with him uh and they were talking like whenever um joey first gets in there accidentally and uh Penn not paying it he's the worst security guard ever much. because he's not paying attention to the giant screen in front of him flashing he's playing a handheld video game and pen goes so in that scene they literally gave me like a handheld video game and he goes i'd never played one before so he goes what you're seeing is me fully engrossed in that video game, <laughs> not paying attention. He goes, they did five takes and I never heard them say action. Because right. I was, so he goes, when you watch it and you're like, how is that guy not paying attention? He goes, that's the most legit thing. It's probably in the movie. I'm not paying attention to the world around me. Playing it's the I best acting he's game. ever done. Per, it's perfection. <laughs> it's perfection. All right, guys, well, let's race this bad boy. Well, let's see. This is going to be slightly interesting. I think first I'm going to start with Code Red. Let's get the the elder millennial out of the way real quick.
5: I'm the baby. Don't call me elder. <laughs> no. yeah, I you like mean, that. Uh, cool. I think you age the... all of yourselves, not me. All right. I kind of think that's
3: the point of the term.
5: Nope. <laughs> nope. No, I don't. I don't. You know, respond to such slander. Uh, for me, this is a solid 8 out of 10. Like, I, I still had a lot of fun with this. I will keep on watching Hackers. I don't know when the next time I will watch it, but it's one of those that, yeah, if I come across this on Tubi or whatever on a random Sunday, it's going to get played, probably. Like, perfect. it's fun. You know, like, I still have a lot of fun with it. Got that, you know, high school love of just like man i wish my life could have been like that in high school and not just surrounded by cornfields it's whatever it's cool um so yeah that, that's that we've said everything that i could say i can't beat a yeah. dead horse uh, this
3: is we can just rate it you know so, yeah. so, so it's uh all right let's uh let's go proxy pair paradox I keep wanting to say paradise man i don't know something uh, i i see leo's face Look and
4: at I go, that face paradise, I mean, paradise. I am paradise. <laughs>
0: um i I had a bit of disadvantage having not grown up with it but from a film lover point of view it's a solid film it's got fun stuff it's got great actors it's got some that aren't so great but that also makes a good film happen Hmm. i remember distinctly one person in there who seemed like his entire diet consisted of two liter bottles of diet coke and I'm going to give it about eight two liter bottles of diet Coke in a review. Nice. I think it's a fair, <laughs> fair chance for a, a pretty good movie. I love this. I love it.
3: All right. Well, to keep the, I want to split the paradoxes, brass paradox. <laughs> what are you rating?
4: Hackers? Uh, uh, much like my brother paradox. Uh, I don't have a lot of nostalgia for this. It's, it's a clever movie. It's well written, I thought, uh, and for the most part, well acted. Uh, I was surprised how much I liked it. I'm not sure this is something I'm going to go back to frequently. Uh, it's just it's maybe not my thing, but uh, it was it was fun. Uh, I'll give it a seven and a half.
3: Excellent. I like I, that.
4: I will recommend this for a, a one time watch for sure. Awesome. All right, do we flip
3: a coin, Stephen? Uh, I'm trying to figure out how we. I let them fight.
1: I could just have Leo get rid of you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes, that's true. I could just <laughs> hack you away. So you I don't have, have any going. control here, yeah.
3: so I I will defer to you. Do you want to go or do you want uh, me to go?
1: I'll I'll go next, and then you can uh you can you can end us. Right. All right,
3: I will oh, I will end wow. you. Yeah.
1: Well, you're you're the you're the axe. All right. So right. So I am right. the
3: ultimate hack.
1: Right. <laughs> so uh. Listen, I see this movie through rose-tinted glasses. You know, there's just no way around it. Um, I recognize its flaws, but I find the flaws endlessly charming. I don't find them to be something that gets in the way of the movie. I love the performances in this movie. I think especially Fisher Stevens, Matthew Lillard and Angelina Jolie are really great in it, but there's nobody I don't like. I like, you know, I like the kid playing phantom freak. I like everybody. Yeah. There's other than Lorraine Bracco. She's yeah. pretty terrible. That's, yeah.
3: We already established that. Um,
1: right. <laughs> um, and I agree with something that Pete said, this is a well-written script. Things come back. There are nice arcs. There's a nice, you know, act one, act two, act three structure all the stuff with the villain works. And it's also very funny. And that was another thing that I really enjoyed watching this again and sort of like revisiting my youth going, I remember this movie making me laugh before and it, the the jokes are still landing. I'm, I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. I'm really enjoying it. I can't get the nostalgia factor out of the way. It's just impossible. I could never give this an objective review. Mm-hmm. So I've got to go with a nine out of ten. I love this movie. I love it. This is what I love,
5: though, is like having someone that has such a deep connection with the movie on the show, and like, because it's what we do. Yeah, it's.
1: I mean, I can't tell you how many times on Spoils of Horror I've said "Hack the Planet" to Leo's glassy-eyed look, like, (laughs) and now he knows what that means. So I don't
0: roll my eyes as far back as I used to now because I've seen the film. Now
1: you'll celebrate
5: with
0: him.
1: right it's awesome
3: that's fantastic well i guess that comes up to me um i could copy paste ah see what i did there uh-huh. exactly what steven just said um i can never get rid of my nostalgia for this movie i honestly it's kind of wild that you know this is a movie steven's wanted to cover yet i'm probably the one that's watched this the most out of all of us because i i just have this this attachment to this movie and it's so weird I'm the action guy. I'm the guy that just I can watch Delta Force over and over again. But if you really ask me a movie, I've pro- what movie have I watched the most out of any movie genre, Hackers is up there, like probably in like the top five of the amount of times I've seen a movie. It goes Wayne's World, Hackers, Airheads. Yeah, I think you just about nailed it right there. Like, <laughs> seriously. Um, and that's, that's also like right around the same time of me finding these movies like Wayne's world and airheads and hackers. It was this teenage angst kind of thing. And like Steven and I got to watch this at a perfect time in our lives mm-hmm. that it, it not, it didn't connect. It latched onto us. You know, it, we literally downloaded the virus that is hackers. And I will always, always love this movie and there's nothing I don't like about it. Even though, yes, there's a couple of, you know, acting choices in here. I may not, as I've gotten better at understanding what I like and don't like in movies, but I will never hold it against this movie. Um, so I'm going to match. I'm a nine Aliong for this movie.
2: Right.
3: It is uh, a blast from the past. Much like we said about brain scan. It is a perfect kind of movie to bring all of us back together again. You know, we did class of 1999, which again was this like weird snapshot of a time period You know, of what some people may have thought the nineties were going to look like or the two thousands, stuff like that. And it's so wild that, you know, we get you guys back on here to do this and it it fits the channel it fits the, give me back my kind of mentality when you look back at these movies and I love it to death, you know, and I want new generations to find this, you know, it's on shout factory, but again, it's free on tube. If you don't want to spend the dollars.
0: You know, Are you getting sponsored by Shot Factory? You said their name a
2: lot.
0: It's not <laughs> as much
3: as I say to be though, and I really do want to be to sponsor us. Just give me that premium so it knows where I left off in a movie. That's yes. all I you don't yes. have to give me money. I just want that option. You know, but uh nah. I love this. I love I love the conversation. We've talked about the lifestyle and the movie all in one. And I, I think this is probably one of our more like Deep dive conversations we've had in a long time. Um, and I love it. And I love it's with you guys, brothers of the podcast. And uh, is a blast. So I'm guessing I'm are... glad they
2: hacked us. Yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs> they had
3: to, for- they're very forceful in their way of getting on here. But I'm- I, I do need I to change to our password.
0: Stephen was never going to shut up about this movie. So yeah.
1: yeah, it served both of our purposes. Trust me. <laughs>
3: All I'm going to say is spring for the five dollar upgrade to your security package not the 99 cent security <laughs> and
1: upgrade. we do want to let everyone know we will give you back your show we can't possibly manage two shows it's too much work for us it's hard know, for so us yeah yeah we we will give it back to you two.
3: i have two on this one channel so you're you'd be
1: running three sir <laughs> yeah
0: we're not interested
1: yeah <laughs> spoils of horror is such a high class event oh you know there's no. so much that we goes can't into it sell this wow. yeah. Yet. yeah. so you know Th- although i will give it back to you
3: i'll say this is a movie though i would have no problem watching three times in one week to talk about so i'm just saying you know <laughs> sure instead of us watching it the night before and then winging it to do our episodes it's totally Listen, fine
1: the fart jokes that we write on our show are high class yeah, it, so it's got it
3: got here <laughs> if i
0: may yes right so we call him smog for a reason right
1: <laughs> yeah. right, right, right Smog <laughs> class. so here we go we gift you back your show Thank it was you. fun while it lasted Wow. well
3: we appreciate it and to to put a a nice little explanation point on this particular episode they took over we don't really talk about what number episode we're on but it just so happens this is the 98th episode of the give me back my franchise which means the very next action side is going to be our 100th episode and we're not counting our interviews and stuff like so we have more than 100 episodes that someone goes on there and you have more than 100, yes i know but we don't count our interviews that we're talking about talking about movie reviews and our 100th episode could be no other movie in my opinion than what is quite possibly one of my favorite action movies of all time, and that is Demolition Man.
2: Yes,
5: oh, nice, good choice. Uh, you know, I still don't understand how to use the three. The
4: shells. Three
2: shells. Three no shells. one will understand, understand how to
3: use the three. I think that's all the whole part of the joke, and I I'm looking forward to doing that. But I'm also glad that you guys are right here just before we hit a milestone, and it's fantastic. And, you know, if this had happened to be the 100th, I wouldn't have been upset, but thank you for not hacking my demolition man. Episode. <laughs> well,
1: listen, if you want, if you decide against that movie, we've got lots of non-action movies mm-hmm. that we could suggest, like yep. romances and dramas yep. and things yep. like that, that well, we would be happy to I, hack in and cover. I don't those. think,
3: I don't think Pete's interested in being replaced just yet on the show. So we'll let that <laughs> be his stick going forward. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so all right everybody thank you for hanging out with us as we dug into hackers uh, if you want to continue on in the in the uh, conversation you can always find us over on facebook at give me back my action movies give me back my horror movies we got
5: two fantastic groups running over there that apparently i'm running by myself now i don't know why i <laughs> might be coming back to facebook soon okay, everyone keeps we'll sending see. facebook videos and i'm like i can't watch it and i didn't realize how much your, your life just depends on damn social media yeah you're just
3: stupid don't have to click the link, man. I don't know. But,
5: no, like, if you get, if you get people send funny videos. I can't watch funny videos. <laughs>
3: I'm sorry, but Well, there's also funny videos on the other place we're at, which is on Instagram with Give Me Back My Action and Give Me Back My Horror Movies. Uh, both of us are active on there. We are on TikTok for now. We'll see where that goes. We talked about that. Uh, we are on Twitter, and we are on YouTube. Uh, soon, we will be starting our new venture into the Tubi Files, Trash or Treasure. Uh, Nate and I already have the first movie picked out that we're going to be doing. Um, that'll be on our inaugural launch into that. And Steven and Leo, if you want people to actually know what Leo looks like, you are always invited to come onto one of our live streams and enjoy. I regret nothing. You saw who my co-hosts are, right? (laughs) 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 Yeah. Zing. (laughs) Let
1: us know if you want to up that sex appeal. That's right. (laughs) I mean, Steve or uh, Leo
3: already come on here thinking he was going to be recorded this entire time. He's got a backdrop behind him. He is perfectly (laughs) centered in this giant ring of Ouija board. And it's Wilioja is what I think it says because I he's right perfectly
5: in the middle of the Ouija word. He keeps and making it's awesome. sexy poses every time he's not talking. I know what
1: is he? Is he always pucker when he's yeah record with? Him? He he flexes a lot. It's annoying.
3: <laughs> it's my smolder. That's right. He's got that smolder, and it's intoxicating. So it is his, fantastic. His
1: other hacker name is Smolder Paradox. <laughs> smolder, no. Not Smolder Paradise. Boulder <laughs> Paradise.
0: That's Both. what porn name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's my OnlyFans. Of course
0: it is. Yeah. Boulder Paradise.
3: <laughs> well, while we have you guys on here, won't you guys tell the people about your show, Spoils of Horror?
1: Yeah, Spoils of Horror is a weekly show that comes out on Wednesdays where Leo and I basically talk about our relationship with the movie each week. It can be something that's uh, funny. It can be something that's interesting. It can be something that sometimes it's a little, a little serious. We cover horror movies that are uh, forgotten, lost, popular, bizarre. Uh, we hit a bunch of different things, and uh, it's a good time. We, uh, we provide something that's unique and uh, very specific to the movie itself.
0: You can search for "spoils of horror" on all social medias. We're out there. Just find us and sure. hang out with us because that's what we're all about.
3: There, there was a moment I thought Stephen was going to say "illegal," and I was going like, <laughs> <laughs> "I believe it." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they they talk about a, a movie called Basket, and I still think that's illegal to watch. You
1: know that so. if I've having seen Basket, it might be.
0: Um, <laughs> just get away I, for our hardcore holiday special. That's how. Yeah, oh, and yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, Fatal Games. I'm not sure we watched
5: legally either.
1: Wow. Baskin,
0: just so I could talk to him about it. So i haven't watched Ooh. it.
5: Great movie. <laughs>
3: So thank you guys for coming on here, man. This has been an absolute blast. And you got everybody can go follow, we're all on like Instagram together. So if you yeah. go on one of our posts, we're You'll always commenting on one another. Not Leo though. Leo will not bring himself down to social media standards. Um, I, I have
0: to protect my Anon. I have to be yeah. in the background a little yes, bit. Yes, such so Anon. An, an, I've got an, 52 VPNs running at all times. <laughs> that way he doesn't get hacked. That's, yeah, what that's we, right. That's where we messed up. Yes, Spolen, we can't be traced
3: that way. Total anamnem and 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 yeah. Don't hurt yourself, kid. That's a finding Nemo <laughs> reference. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I think we've nailed it. This is great. Uh, please go check out all of our other shows on the Give Me Back My Podcast Network. We have our very own Pete's hey. Good Beer Bad Movie Night. He yes, did not did. disappoint me with the Beastmaster episode. Yay! Thank you So much. I hadn't uh, heard was, from you was, yet? I know. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I like so nervous. Keep- keep him on pins and needles waiting for my response uh so it was a fantastic episode so if you haven't yet please go check out good beer bad movie night we also have the monster movie Stomp down i think they just they they dove into something a little different they got into x-files this yeah last x-files
4: time. they did a tv show it's very cool
3: yeah the host which fits it still has uh, yeah. in it, had mm-hmm. so it, it worked very good and give me back my pro wrestling with jimmy and the plastic chic so fantastic stuff i think they're getting ready to do it or the by this by the time you hear this they'll have done like their Mount Rushmore of some other wrestling category. I love when they do those where they pick their favorites and mm-hmm. you know put them above all else. So great content everywhere. Follow us over on Instagram and you will find all the other shows that you know the spoils of horror and we interact with too many to list, but they know who they are. And if you haven't, please go back and check out all of our Children of the Corn Week special yes. where. Yes that was a a
4: blast so good
3: cut above uh horror review did children of the corn we did children of the corn part two which i i think we won guys we won and spoils (laughs) of horror did children of the corn three urban harvest
1: i just got to tell you guys when you were talking about that lady driving through that window i was (laughs) crying i was crying i was laughing so hard with the remote control It was
2: the
4: the, one of the most amazing deaths ever. Yeah, (laughs) put to the silver screen.
0: (laughs) I think it's one of the first uh, cross platform crossovers, right? We did a uh, a trilogy. I think, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. We're we're breaking new ground. We're we're hacking the system and breaking new ground. So, yep. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Please check us out when we come back for our one hundredth episode. So, uh, Nate, we got to do the thing. Yeah, smog.
5: What's the good word?
1: Hack the planet!
3: in case we need them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good planning. Well done.